Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play tabletop role-playing game podcast. Today is a special episode as we're joining our new member, Grantham Picklebottom Jr. Hi, Grantham. Hello there! I'm terribly excited to be here. I've been hearing all about the, the Fire Breathing Kittens, and I'm terribly excited. I'm sorry. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Tell us a bit about what you look like so our listeners can imagine what you look like. <laughs> okay, so... I am a. I'm about five foot seven. Uh, I've got white hair. I'm. I'm a, you might describe me as a, as an elderly uh, human male, and uh, yes, I. I. I'm. I'm wearing a rather fine tailored coat. Uh, it's a. It's a suit. It's a suit with uh, with long tails. Uh, it's, a, it's in a light shade of blue, and I've got a a, a darkish darkish grey waistcoat. Um, a little uh, little fob watch that sits in my uh, sits in my in my pocket there. Um, and, uh, yes, fine, fine velvet breeches. Uh, I've got a, got a nice cane with me as well. A cane I inherited from my father. Just about the only thing he gave me. And, uh, yes, uh, uh, do forgive my spectacles. Uh, I, they do get dusty so quickly. I, I, I like to clean them on the regular. And there we are. And that, I believe, is what I look like. Yes. Five foot seven, <laughs> rather elderly human. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think you're... The most senior member of the Fire Breathing Kittens killed right now. My word! What an honor. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's remarkable I'm not dead. It's, it's just great. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, well, would you like to do a, an interview? Yes, yes, please. I'm, 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 I'd be amazed. Let's do this. Okay. I'm only getting older. <laughs> <laughs> You're a new addition to the crayon box. What color would you be and why? Oh, uh, I suspect I would be bright blue, like one of those one of those shades of blue that's like it's like sky blue, but somehow even brighter with little flecks of glitter in there. And uh, yeah, and when you kind of scribble it off, when you scratch it off, it's almost even more pretty because once it gets disturbed, it goes even brighter. I think it's just because I think it reflects my personality. I think I've always been a bit excitable. I've been rather sheltered existence. And now I'm out in the world. I'm ready for life at 74. <laughs> Some people don't reach that point ever, so better late than never, right? Oh, it's a victory. Let me tell you, I'm grateful for every second I've got. Every second I've had and every second I've got left. Yeah, that's, yeah. You remind me of someone I know. Question two. What are your strengths, Grantham? Oh, well, I personally, uh, one of my strengths, I think, is my, my capacity for stories. I have, like I said, I've lived a rather sheltered life, um, and the way in which I found solace and peace and 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 joy is is through the, the my my father's library, which is very extensive, and so I have studied stories and storytelling all my life. Uh, that and I had a very fine musical teacher who taught me all the finest genres. So I think uh, there's a, there's an element to which my my strength may be in the in the capacity to to perform stories, uh, or at least. I'm very used to doing so in my front, in my living room, with, with whatever guest would like to come around the Picklebottom Manor. <laughs> I'm imagining, like, Grandpa's telling that story again. <laughs> exactly. That over a nice port? Goodness gracious. That what could be better in life? Um, well, what are your weaknesses? Uh, my knees. My knees could give way the whole time. Stairs to me are an issue. If we're if we're running if we're running away from something and there's a flight of stairs, you might need to carry me because these old these puppies they they barely bend anymore, let alone straighten. Oh, 
Well, (laughs) (laughs) it's just so true. I don't know what to say. So I'll just go to question four. Grantham, where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up in the Palisades of Jishuap. Uh, Some people call it Jishop, like dish soap. I call it Jishuap because that's how I was taught. Uh, Yes, I grew up on the Picklebottom Estate. It's a fine manor that uh, that looks out over the over the as I say the palisades of of Jishuap. and uh, from from my bedroom window I could look down upon acres of land and fine mountain tops in the distance and of course the coast is not that far away um, and I spent uh, yes my all my childhood there my my father managed the estate he's something of a something of a of a trading tycoon you might say um, and uh, I, I barely left the manor to be honest I was always kept around as sort of like the spare to the air so really it's been it's been pretty much I've been I wouldn't say housebound because really my house is probably the size of most cities but it certainly is a was was pretty much the sum total of where I grew up was was the estate and its grounds. I see. That's both lucky and unlucky, but I think mostly lucky. Yeah. It's a gilded cage of privilege, my love. <laughs> well, maybe I understand this a little bit even before I ask, but question 5. Why did you want to join the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild? Ah, well, as it happens, this all coincides with the well Frankly, my father died after. At a, you think I'm old? You should have seen him before he went. He was like a he was like a, a a turtle that had been in the bathtub long enough to start pruning. Like he was an old old man before he died. Oh yes, good old dad. Anyway, he once he once he died and my sister inherited the estate. I'm now left at a bit of a loose end. So I decided it is about time to finally achieve something. To experience something, something more than what I could possibly experience around the Picklebottom estate. So the time came, I packed up my stuff, and I had been hearing all about the marvelous adventures of this fire-breathing kitten's guild. So I thought, well, I'm going to send my send a letter over to the, to the management team, and I'm going to say, hey, if you need another adventurer, what, what my knees lack in dexterity, my heart makes up for in pure adventuring spirit. Oh, that's the kind of spirit that we need here. I'm glad you're joining us. I'm terribly glad to be joining you as well. Oh. Question six. If you were given a one-minute advertisement time spot during the annual Nikimoi fighting tournament, sort of a Super Bowl, if you will, that everyone in our small town of, well, it's not as big as Jishope, we'll see, what would you fill it with? Oh, advertising time? Well... If I'm going to be a member of the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild, I would do... See, that. like, I found myself fascinated by the the nuances and the, the esteemed history in the niches of sub-genres sub of music. And in particular, I became a big fan of freestyle rap. So, I decided... <laughs> I And that's the thing. The world doesn't even know. I've got a whole other persona that I like to call G Pickle. <laughs> and I think for an excellent uh, advertisement for the Fire Breathing Kittens at uh, said Super Bowl-style entertainment would be a, 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 a brief but perhaps... A, a brief but perhaps deep uh, freestyle rap on the services provided by the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild for anyone that might need a good mercenary, bounty hunter, or adventurer. Nice. 
<laughs> advertising for the guild with music. I think that's both the most bootlicking and appropriate halftime show I've heard of so far. <laughs> wow, no one's ever even called me a bootlicker before. <laughs> I've really stepped out of my comfort zone now. I'm used to everyone bootlicking to me. I've My best friend's a butler. Uh, question seven. What do you like doing in your spare time, Grantham? Oh, I love to read. Reading is my, my favorite thing. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been reading adventure novels of this, uh, one author called, uh, uh, called Samson Ekoff. Uh, tells these extraordinary adventures of this, uh, th this female scientist. She goes about the world and discovers grand new things. Uh, so... You know, I, I'm very used to just sitting by the fire with a, with a couple of a couple of you know friendly greyhounds at my feet and reading up on the latest adventure of our, of our uh, of, of our scientist scientist franchise or scientist adventure adventurer franchise. Uh, yes, that and listening to subgenres of music. And sometimes I'll just look into the fire and start rapping to myself. <laughs> and the butler brings in some food and is like. Uh, he's doing it again. <laughs> yes, exactly. He brings in Sherry, and I'm become so accustomed to that face he makes when he opens the door, sees me ciphering into the flames, and goes, Oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad the sister's doing well, he says to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God someone's yeah. achieving something. This is not a pun. This is genuinely the question, what do you like doing in your spare time? Oh, man. All right, oh. so question eight. <laughs> What things in life are still a mystery to you, Grantham? I'm sorry. <laughs> there is so much of my life that's still a mystery. As I say, I've occasionally had, you know, uh, 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 you know, my father was, was somewhat worried about having such an insular child and introduced me to, to people with which to have some sort of a romantic relationship. That never really happened because the focus was always on my sister. And uh, truthfully... Completely maladjusted. We're, we're not fit for any kind of relationship. So uh, neither of us are married. Neither of us have really done everything. My sister now manages the the the, the trade empire, and uh, I've not ex not experienced much at all. So I've forgotten the question. What was it? But things in life are still a mystery to you. Everything's still a mystery. Travel <laughs> yeah. is a mystery. Uh, love is a mystery. Danger is a mystery. I've been I've been surrounded in cotton wool my entire life. Aww. Well, going out with a group of strong friends who will keep you safe is probably the best way for you to go outside. It's true. Perfect <laughs> way to make sure I don't die in the first adventure. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good fit for you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a wonder I'm not even hiring you. If you just want to be my private security, maybe that's a, that's a solution. <laughs> well, you'll be one of them. You'll fit right in. All right. Question nine out of 15. Hey, we're past halfway. Everybody's got one, but not everyone is aware that they do. What's your annoying habit? Uh, I think my annoying habit is probably when when I get a little bit restless, uh, I like to play with my dentures a little bit. I've got some some false teeth that that sit on my gums on the on the on the on the roof of my mouth, on the top of my mouth, and uh, you know when when thinking a little bit less about life. When being a little bit mindless, not very mindful, you might say, uh, I have a tendency to play with them with my tongue. And then sometimes, even when I'm in the middle of speaking with someone, uh, my dentures can just pop out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> at least enough to just roll around on my tongue for a little bit. And it looks extremely awkward because I try and, try and get them back in there. Um, but it's more than once uh, I've been in the midst of, uh, of, of a conversation and just my teeth have flown across the table. 
I, just, I cannot wait to see how the other people react to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Question 10. This is going to be good. Do you speak any other languages, Grantham? Uh, well, languages were not necessarily my strongest subject, but I do speak, uh, I do speak common. Uh, I speak undercommon, uh, abyssal, celestial, draconic, uh, dwarfish, elvish, gnomish. Um, I'm down with the halfling lingo. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, uh, did I say abyssal? I said abyssal. Um, infernal. Uh, did I say celestial? My memory's not all that great. But yes, I've got a, I know a couple of languages, maybe. Uh, just a couple. <laughs> that should that should serve. <laughs> Question eleven: Where would you like to visit now that you're outside the house? Anywhere in particular? <laughs> Frankly, getting six feet out of the gate is a, already a marvel. Um, I would say the place I'd really love to visit is I'd love to I'd love to go and 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 see a gladiatorial uh, competition. Uh, I've heard so much about them in my books, and yet I've never seen one. So the, the, the nearest fight club, that's where I'd like to be. If they'll let me in with my bad knees and my, my, my silver-tipped cane, uh, that's, that's where I'd like to go. Ah, future GMs looking to sworn to be wild and the fighting arenas in Mousel and maybe take Grantham there. I, Wait, I share these competing? <laughs> share these interviews with your future GMs, so anyone listening, take note. All right. And now we are in the final part of the interview, which heads into silly question territory. Question 12 is, Grantham Picklebottom Jr., do you like pickles? Do I like pickles? Well, I might say, you might say that a little, a nice aperitif before an evening meal might be just a, a, a delicious little, a delicious little cornichon. A little pickled gherkin in, in a fine brine, perhaps aged in, in a, in a, in a, a delicate cask of, of some kind of wooden texture. Um, I guess the short answer would be yes. I like a pickle. You might say that. And uh, and yes. Uh, I, you know, actually, I had pickles this morning. I had pickles on my porridge. <laughs> oh, my. Can't say I've ever tried that. Maybe I should give it a go. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a marvellous combination of savoury and, and, and salty. Okay. Okay. Maybe, I mean, I put butter on cream of wheat, right? Yeah. Malto meal. Yep. Right? Why not exactly. pickles? <laughs> why, why? That is the question I am constantly asking myself. Why not pickles? Why not? <laughs> question 13. More silly question territory. A penguin walks through that door right now wearing a sombrero. What does it say and why is it here? <laughs> uh, it, it, it looks me dead in the eye and says... Grantham, you old dog, I should have known it was you. And then we go over there, we have our secret handshake. Uh, or at least this is how it always played out in my dreams. When I have, uh, when I have a little too much cheese of the evening, a little too much Stilton, a uh, little too much Cornish Yarg, uh, I sometimes have these fantastical dreams. And uh, truly, if, uh, if a penguin walked through the door wearing a sombrero, I could only buddy bump him on the hip and welcome him inside with a fresh glass of sherry. <laughs> You would feel very welcome indeed. Second to last question. What would you like remembered about you, Grantham? Oh, goodness. Well, I've lived to 74 years old of, of zero consequence. 74 years where I may not, may as well not have existed. So frankly, if I can do one good thing, 
if I can do one memorable thing that makes one person think, ah, good old G Pickle, he was all right. That'd be fine for me. Oh, (laughs) I mean, that's more than, more than a lot of us can say. And the very last question is, what is one message you would give to your fans? My fans? <laughs> well, I mean, I've never had fans before. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll never have fans. Maybe, maybe I'll be on the podcast and people are like, don't bring him back. Goodness gracious. Um, the one thing I'd want my fans to know is like, don't waste your life. Life is for the living. Adventures are for the taking. Put your boots on, grab a galosh, grab your umbrella and see what the world has for you. I've only done so at 74. I suggest you do so tomorrow. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Well, thank you for joining us, Grantham. Thank you so much for having me. I'm already tired and I'm going to go for a sleep. (laughs) After your sleep, we'll see you in an upcoming adventure. Goodbye.